This is Clint of the Geek Dig Podcast, and you are listening to the one and only BS Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to Soren with the Magic Our Way Podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First, we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicourway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next Soren flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Buffs, Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rombe. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Sante Sana, everyone! You are listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about dizzy stuff. And this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. www.magicourway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. And with us today, we have... Excelsior! You know, 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 you know. I have You know the story's all about the glory. It is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. Who that, sir? Who that? We're going to play that. We're going to keep doing the season right till we get that. How y'all doing tonight? Doing all right. Doing all right, man. Football is back. Oh, boy. I feel so good. Yep. And the Saints are back. We happy. And also in studio today, we have... Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Hey, must be the money. Money, money, money. money. Show me the money. It's Mr. I know more than your friend. Suck it up. Tough love and ever so lovely. Travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations. Mosquito killing date night at Denny's. Bend you over the chair. Lily Top. It's Mr. Beijing Chloe. Senior Johnny Salami himself. Our resident professor of Jared Technics. Lee DJ. Why Cheddar Papa Snow. Snow? Papa Snow. Papa Snow. Papa Jacket. Papa Smurf and No Hassle Vic. I like Papa Snoke. Thank you. It works. How you doing, Lee? Papa oh, Snoke? <laughs> DJ Papa Smoke? Snoke? Papa Smoke. Papa Smoke Snoke? Papa Snoke again. Welcome to the studio. Welcome to Fat City, man. Welcome man. back to town, dude. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Listen to how clear his voice is. I know. No airplanes in the background or yeah, nothing. Yeah, no. Listen, listen, listen. There's nothing. Check it out. It's all... It's you can't even hear him breathing. How is yeah. that possible? I know. I don't breathe when I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> don't breathe. Don't breathe. Uh, yeah, man. I'm... 
just rolling through on my tour of the dirty south been to mobile and hattiesburg and pearl mississippi and yeah back down here in crescent city so we'll be wow. back next yeah, week a lot of driving and, uh, the week after that and uh, yeah so week after you'll that. be getting sick of me in a couple of weeks a couple episodes you'll be like can you just not couple episodes yes <laughs> <laughs> couple, Time is couple minutes <laughs> Uh, glad to be here, though. Glad yeah, to be glad here. Yeah. In, studio. in studio, definitely appreciate it. Always a good time. It's good. No sons of anarchy in the and background. Brought That's some right. Bucky's nuggets with me. To yeah, share. Bucky yeah. nuggets, and you brought a little uh, flaming uh, Jack Jack baby. Angry Jack Jack. Angry what? Jack. No, I brought Kirk. I you calling Kirk a flaming Jack Jack? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, since he's brought it up, it was stupid. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome once again to the Fat Studios. Officer Mawik and Kirk Landry. How you to doing, the sir? Fat studios. When I'm here, the Fat Studios. When I'm here, it's Fat Studios. <laughs> it's official. I'm waiting for that drop. What drop? Why are you so oh, fat? Thank you. <laughs> I am sitting here at the Magic Highway Podcast recording studio, and I am donating beignets to the Magic Highway Podcast at this moment. Click. Technology. Does it work? Yeah, it works. Oh, oh, good. Since our phone numbers don't work and uh, no, internet doesn't work, internet doesn't work. I was worried that that also things does not work. Technology's so failing. Yeah, once uh, you get over forty, man, everything starts going, going downhill. <laughs> yeah, it's time for an updated picture after you donate beignets because Lee's beard barely covers his chin. Yeah, I need more beard. Oh, then I, can more I see the beard. picture? Wait, hang on. It's the thank you note that people get when they uh, when they donate beignets to uh, us. Danny with short hair and everything. Oh yeah, my hair was short. That was a long oh, back that was a morning call, right? That was a morning call before and they closed. Morning call no longer oh, exists. So they're really? they're, okay. they're gone now. So yeah, everybody's looking at the camera, smiling. Well, except for Lee, he's not smiling. And Lee, I don't uh, smile. Eli has a big old beignet in his mouth. That's right. <laughs> Got to sell it. Got to sell. I love it, man. But That's one thing's for sure, guys. Tonight we are all. That's right. Twenty four twenty Saints winning. Yeah, right. right. I finally can tell what they say in that song. I've it's never about heard the word Louisiana. Uh, uh, Louisiana. Now. That's right. That's uh, right. Rough loving. Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen. We are recording on a Thursday night, and preseason football is in full effect. Gotta love it. And our Saint, beloved Saints. Yes, we are a New Orleans-based Disney podcast. So deal with it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I go big that. Yes, we're one of the, those rare breed of men who like our football and our Disney. Yes, yes. <laughs> Amen. They'll throw down over Amen. either one and and wrestling. And wrestling. And wrestling, yep. yes. And outdated 80s references. Outdated Asian references. <laughs> <laughs> 80s, 80s. Oh, 80s. 80s. I'm sorry. I thought said outdated AIDS references. Oh, oh no. We are the world in kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is there any such thing as an outdated Asian reference? <laughs> there is now. We'll, we'll yeah. do a couple of... Ancient Chinese secrets. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Pearl cream would be an outdated yeah. Asian reference. Uban Chu. Pearl cream. Pearl cream. <laughs> wax on, wax off. That's true. We sure. haven't done the Karate Kid 2 references in a while. That's because yeah. it's outdated. Yeah, we're trying to stay current. What's <laughs> happening? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Right. references, big Lake. And, uh, yeah, I'll do. Weezy yeah. references, that's right. All that kind of stuff. But anyway, guys, yeah, just a quick little uh, announcement here before we jump into the rest of the show. Uh, Lee's uh, phone number at the moment for the Magic Curry podcast <laughs> is down. It's disconnected. We're disconnected. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> we, lo- we we didn't pay our cell phone bill. Yes, <laughs> we lost it to another travel agent. This I guess. is why I don't Kirk know is, is paying bi- uh, us with beignets right now because we have no money. That's right. We're broke at the Magic Curry podcast. Yes, we yep. lost uh, Lee's Diz trip phone number, so we got to yes. find a new number. We we have no more internet. They apparently shut off internet to the studios. Yep, yep. We're, so we're in dire straits. Uh, we're gonna have to start talking to each other from like cans with strings on them. Now. <laughs> yes, we hardwired our phones That'll into our, our computers. Yes. <laughs> be 
I bet um, you Lee sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> the sounds are funneled. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of down now. So we'll definitely shoot him an email at leeamagicairway.com or if you know him on Facebook, you can friend him there, message him there, or message Are you comfortable show. giving out your cell phone? It's the same number, actually. Well, it's not the same number. Is this connected to? It sends it to that number. So yeah, they, they'll get me down that number too. Yeah, but it's not working. So yeah, that's so what he's trying to tell you. That's no, I understand. Why we would like, yeah. like to know if you'd be comfortable giving out your cell phone number on the air. Probably I'll be all right. You'd be all right. Well, yeah. you go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, right now? I thought we're waiting to the show. <laughs> oh, well, well, I'm making an announcement that the phone number. What a great business! So. We give him a chance for two plugs, and he's yes. like, "No, I'll just take the one." Lee, right. tell them your number Oof. so in case Oof. they want to book a all vacation right. to you while they're listening to the show right now. Call me at eight three two five seven zero five four nine zero. That's eight three two. This is a new number. I just want the floor before we go any further. Oh, the officer has the floor. His, his hand's raised. You are yes. recognized. We have two birthdays to celebrate today. How'd you know? Oh, who's that? Really? 49 years ago today, the Hunter Mansion was first opened in Disneyland. That's right. Okay. Ah, that very is good. An historic one. And Little Miss Bliss celebrating her birthday today also. Oh. How about that? How old is she? I have no idea. Go Miss Alexa Bliss. Bliss. Wrestling. WWE. Oh, okay. I was oh, wrestling. Yeah, for the wrestling. Nobody else cares but me and Eli. I love her. Whatever you say. Good. Well, happy birthday to, yeah. this to uh, yes. that object and that uh, individual. Good luck keeping that belt, Two Alexa. That go great together. Yes, mm. yes. It's kind of like peanut on. butter and chocolate. Yes. Mm. <laughs> 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 cocaine and baking soda. That's Uh-oh. right. <laughs> you anyway. got cocaine in my baking soda. You got baking soda in my cocaine. <laughs> Anyway, Malikas, ladies and gentlemen, we got a great show for you today. <laughs> do we, we are bringing for? Yeah, I think we have there possibly. We we do have a bracket show. Yes, and uh, this is a bracket show that Danny has entitled "Best Celebrity Appearances in Disney Attractions." You want to give him a quick synopsis of what we're about to do here? Yeah, basically, I want to go through and I want to take a look at all the celebrity appearances that we've had in Disney attractions, and I'm not going by voice. Obviously, if we did voice uh, celebrities who are voicing characters, we'd be here all day, right? Yeah, so the criteria being that not only must your voice appear in the attraction, but your face. Yes. And not just your voice. It has to be like, you know, like, because we're not going to do um, great movie ride. Obviously, that's probably the best use of celebrity in a Disney attraction. But no one recorded that for the purposes yeah, of being. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We're doing like the, the original right. attraction stuff specifically for this the park. This was parks. originally made for that particular attraction. Was not lifted from a movie as Danny suggested from the great movie right. ride so on and so forth. Yeah. So we're going through a bracket of those things and we he gave us a list which I'll also post in the show notes for you guys to access and make your decision. So enough of our jibber jabber ladies and gentlemen. Let's go make some decisions. Let's go wreck some brackets. And here we are on the hub. And as I said back in the intro, we are doing a bracket show. And this show is entitled Best Celebrity Appearance in Disney Attractions. And if you remember from the intro, Danny is talking about celebrity appearances. We're talking about face. We're talking about voice. Face voice being representative. And we're not talking about things from like, say, the great movie ride where it's just like movie clips or anything that has like movie clips just lifted uh, specifically for a part of that attraction. So original things made for the parks um, in which celebrities are involved that you can also see or have a representation of as well as hear uh, their particular voice, guys. Exactly. So like Don Rickles talking Mr. Potato Head does not count. Does not count. It no. is just a voice. Mm-hmm. And as you stated, if we did voices, we'd be here forever because there's exactly. a ton of voice 
overworked that were done by celebrities but we're talking about guys you could say hey that's that guy from that show and i tried to limit it to just people like when they appeared in it they were actually celebrities already yes like there was that guy uh, in test track what's his name um I mean, he's not there anymore, obviously. Uh, John Michael Higgins. Oh, John, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, the, the original one. Right. Yeah. And when he was in the attraction, he wasn't really very well known. He's He's been in quite a few things since then. Yes. But yeah, I wouldn't have qualified him as a celebrity at the time. Gotcha. We try to stick with people that were well known when they made these attractions. Yes, yes. That kind of a thing. So Danny has provided us with this sweet 16 to start. And I was just going to preface this. That's why Kirk's here. Kirk is serving as our odd man. He's our official uh, tiebreaker. Yes, yeah, our official tiebreaker. So, if the, you know, of course, the show is normally uh, four guys. So that would be an even number. So an odd number would help this show out greatly. Thank you for being odd, Kirk. Yes. Enjoy being odd. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, guys, so these are the matchups we have. So, so far in one quadrant, we have Captain EO versus the Rock and Roller Coaster. And in that same quadrant, we got Ellen's Energy Adventure versus Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. And in the next quadrant, we have Honey, I Shrunk the Audience versus Journey into Imagination with Figment. And in that same quadrant, we have O Canada versus the Hall of Presidents. Going over to the right-hand side of the bracket at the top, this quadrant, we have Twilight Zone Tower of Terror versus Soren. In that same quadrant, Dinosaur versus Alien Encounter. And then rounding out the fourth quadrant, we have the Pirates of the Caribbean versus Indiana Jones Temple of the Forbidden Eye. And the final two matchups in that same quadrant, we have Body Wars versus Mission Space. Yes. That's what we got going on. As you can tell, there's a lot of things we're going to have to make some decisions of. I know I had a couple of ones that I have trouble with and I still have trouble with right now. So let me ask you this before we get started. Is there anything that you would have liked to have seen on this list? That we didn't. That wasn't that, in there? That would, like, you know, because I obviously I left off Sounds Dangerous with Drew Carey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would have been a good one. Yeah. You would think? I don't know. I, I, I just thought everything else was better. I don't know that it's better than anything on here, but... I forgot about that one. I mm-hmm. know that was the, there was that bakery tour that they did. Uh, what about the one the Disneyland? Golden Girls? Were they on the show itself? Who? The Golden Girls tour or whatever? Were they on there? Or? No, no, it was just a house. Ben house. Midler appears on the video in the in the tram. Okay, uh, there was a Walter Cronkite and Robin Williams film Back to Neverland that they did. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would have been that would have been a cool one. That would have been a cool one to put in there. But, but there it's again, old. I, yeah, you're doing. But it's old, Walter. Yeah. Well, but Body Wars is old. But I felt Seriously, like Body yeah. Wars kind of more embodied the spirit of an actual attraction. Yeah, right. The, all the, like the Robin Williams was part of an attraction. It wasn't like the attraction itself. Mm-hmm. So all the ones that you picked here, I felt like the, the celebrities were prominent within the attraction for sure. That it, was my either mindset. They were like the pre-show. Yes. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's all right. I don't start know. The top. quadrant. So we go here with, should we mix it up a little bit or start just up in the upper left? Upper left. That's the you want to do the upper way left? To do it? Yeah. Yes, do upper left. All right, we'll do upper left, guys. So if you're following along at home with back the home game, to the left. we are talking about <laughs> Captain EO versus Rock and Roller Coaster. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Captain EO versus Rock and Roller Coaster. I had a little trouble with this, but, uh, you know. You're I not alone. A, I did for a few moments. I did. I did for a few moments, and then as I kind of watched it, I'm just like, yeah, you know, I have a clear winner. Okay. For this one. Do you want to start? I guess I'll start. Go I'm going to go for Captain EO. Okay. All right. You know, MJ, Angelica Houston, uh, they're all over that attraction. Yeah. You know, the, it's an attraction in of itself. Um, the embodiment, Michael, MJ himself, I mean, he, he gets his little singing. He gets his dancing, of course. And in fact, his dancing, you know, changes everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots his little rainbows he and he turns all these everybody. aliens into uh, 
He brings love. Homosexual dancers. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. They break dance yes. and everything. Yes. Mike always want to change something, though. Uh, like, notice that in the song, right? He always got to change the world. Change yeah. Angelica Houston. Yeah, so I went, I went with Captain Make Neo for that one. Change. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I think like if you took hey. Rock and Roller Coaster and you said, okay, we're going to put in the Foo Fighters. We'll put in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. We'll put in yeah. uh, you too. Yeah. Maybe it wouldn't work as well. But I think it would still work pretty well. Well, there's also a lot of other bands. There's, you could come up with some good yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah. Who else could play Captain EO? Captain EO. I mean, maybe Freddie Mercury. Pull <laughs> 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 that off. Bruno Mars. Maybe. <laughs> uh, no, Bruno. Like when Mike did that, Mike was on top of the world. Like everything. Oh, yeah. He was Michael Pepsi-Cola, Jackson. Yeah. Did, yeah. I mean, it was an event. Whether it was a, a award show appearance, a talk show appearance, a music video. When Michael Jackson did something, that was something when the whole family gathered around the TV to watch it. Yeah, right, I remember right. when Thriller came out. You remember yeah. Thriller? Came out. Oh, yeah. Was like, oh, yeah. Was, oh, that, that was, was like the You watched the making of Thriller, yeah. you watched the Thriller video, you recorded on your VCR, and you yep. went back, and you, and you, you bought the red and jacket. You were in your living room yes. doing the dance along with the video. I remember when he debuted the moonwalk on the uh, award show, and it, everyone was just losing their mind. Everything Michael Jackson did was huge. So when he did this, he was on top of his game. Aerosmith was kind of. Mm, they weren't. Midstream. Yeah, they game. were they were transitioning towards being our best stuff is now behind us. If this had been made though, when they were doing Armageddon, that might have been a different story after they did that soundtrack. But eh. uh, I don't know if it would have changed it that much. No. I mean, but Mike did like the. I mean, he did the whole movie. He did the right? whole traction. I mean, right. yeah, yeah. You can argue that Aerosmith did the whole traction too with their music. But I mean, no, it's but they, like they're really just the pre-show. Yeah, yeah. and the post-show. Yeah, but to be like, fair, they're a band, so their music is still there. But well, the I music, mean, it's not as featured. It's not as prominent as. Yeah, it's featured. I mean, because they're a band, and I think yeah, they have better you know. music in that ride. It just, I, I prefer the music of. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, this is one I looked at, and I was like, rock and roller coaster for sure. And then I yeah. went through, and I'm like. Ugh. Better use of celebrity. It, it's Captain Neo. It's Michael Jackson. Well, Michael Jackson Neo. played a character. He did some acting. He did some mm-hmm. dancing and right. singing. Everything you know, and he held his own. He it, did fine. Exactly, yeah. like you say, when he does the yeah. does his dance and he does his signature, you know, crotch move. I mean, that's that's Michael. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But so, I mean, Steven, that that sells it. Even Tal does his. Uh, his shocker move, shocker yeah. move, yeah. yeah. I mean, but I mean, Mike did his crash move like three, four times. He even waved bye to you at the end of it. Just did it one more time. Just like, all right, see you later. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like, yeah, the lesson is this has nothing to do with the ride system or anything. No. You know, it doesn't matter that it's a movie versus a, a, a ride. So get that out of your head before yes. you think, how could you pick that over? No, man. That, the title is Best Celebrity. So I just want to squash that before you even go any further. Well, I remember when Captain EO debuted. You weren't even quite sure what it was. Right. You just knew you had to go see it because it was Michael Jackson. It yeah, could have been exactly, a roller coaster. Yes. It could have been a movie. You didn't really quite understand. And it ended up giving birth to all the 4D movies that they end up Yeah, and it had to be... And you know it had to be better than like Magic Journeys. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. I mean, Magic Journeys, I appreciate it now, but God, when I was little, I, I was bored on my whole mind. Mm-hmm. Like if Aerosmith did a movie, you'd probably skip it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fact that it's like Aerosmith, oh, rock and roller coaster, so it's Aerosmith, but I get to go fast in a, in a roller coaster, you would go. Yeah. 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 What would you guys vote for? The yeah. other two guys. Well, I would, I would still, three. I would in the end go with Captain Neo, but it, there's, it's, Almost not a fair matchup just because one's a pre-show and one's an attraction. 
Well, no, I can't no. qualify like that. Yeah, no. I can't. Like, because you have a point. Their music is featured all throughout the attraction. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of attractions like that where yeah. the celebrity shows up at the be- at the be- uh, beginning of it, and then you and hear then their you voice hear throughout, throughout, and yeah. then you maybe see them at the end again. So I don't qualify it like that. Yeah, well, I don't I, that was like just either. a deciding factor. And like, I'll just reiterate what you said. I like the music of Aerosmith in the Rock and Roller Coaster. I like the the actual song that Michael Jackson sang. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that great? I mean, Which one? He did two of them. Well, I like like the you don't remember it in the song. Yeah. Yeah, it's not one like that, that song came out later and was a top 20 hit or something. It, you no. know, it was just, it was just kind of like, oh, here, let me just give Disney a stupid little song and to go with their movie or whatever. So... The music in Aerosmith, I thought was better, but well, that's end, it's only because that was their that's their tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know the, the and stuff they used in their the, stuff. Yeah, yeah. The Captain Neo was written specifically for that. Right, exactly. Exactly. original. I gave you so his it's all. not going to have a, a previous history with you hearing it on the radio. Yeah, they're not going to play "Beat It." You know, yeah. no. You yeah. should play "Who's Bad," right? <laughs> well, he's going after the aliens like that. So, you know but, what's uh, amazing about that, though? By the way, is that EO was it debuted in like what eighty six? Eighty six, about yeah. And Aerosmith came out in like ninety nine. Mm-hmm. There was like I want to say it was like a thirteen year uh, difference between when EO was made and when uh, Rock and Roller Coaster was made, and when you look at the film, it looks like to be about a thirty year difference. <laughs> 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 like that Rock and Roller Coaster footage, you can still go there unless you've seen what Aerosmith looks like recently. You wouldn't guess that that footage, yeah, was as old as it is, right? But so yeah, I mean the Rock and Roller Coaster footage definitely holds up a lot better. Um, but uh, yeah, it, that's uh, that's about the only thing I could say is that I like the music better. I like the fact that it's there's more longevity mm-hmm. to what they've done over there with Aerosmith, whereas Mike Mike was pretty outdated after five or six years. Right. Yeah. Well, it, and you too, you could tell it came out in '86 because it was like okay, it's kind of Star Wars, but it's also kind of like Aliens, mm-hmm. and it was like you could see that sci-fi like okay, we went we need to like. Get the Star Wars people to well, like I mean, this shoot too. the outfits. Yeah. Well, they got George <laughs> yeah. Lucas to make it. So. Yeah, I mean, so. look at the outfits. Did I Jim mean, hasn't uh, have anything to do with that movie? I don't think so because if Jim Henson made those though. puppets, I think, I, I think you would. Have <laughs> oh yeah, the puppets look rough. Marty Croft probably made those puppets. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but hey, you got Hooter in there. You know they had a character named Hooter. Yes. Do you know who Hooter is? This is like a little trivia for you. Eli knows. He's the dude from the Star Wars cantina band is who he is. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But who's Max he in real life? Yeah. Yeah. Palace. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But who is he in real life? That, okay, right. so you ever watch Bad Santa? Not oh, ever seen he, it. He's that dude? That's the dude. Have uh, you ever seen uh, Me, Myself, and Irene? Nope. You saw Friday? Good Lord. Friday? You saw Friday. Oh, it's a little black dude? <laughs> yes. Yeah, dude. It's a small... It's a smoking... I love how he's just marginalized. <laughs> <laughs> the little black dude to do with this. Uh, yes, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Johnny yeah. Cox is his name. Uh, yeah, the, yes, he the, was, yeah, the short man. Oh, was yes. Mr. Parker? Yeah, he was just like, oh, yeah, I thought yeah, was like Parker. A, a puppet. Yeah. Parker. 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 Yeah, but there was somebody Parker. in the costume. There were others that were just that were actually puppets, yeah, but yes. Hooter was a guy in a costume. Cool. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Eli, what, what was your vote? Oh, Captain EO. Um, oh, you vote for Captain EO? Yeah, mainly because Mike is integral in the story, and he's, okay. you know, he... Alters the story, whereas you know, I agree that Aerosmith has more up to date music, but Mike kind of has to draw you in for his attraction to work. So, okay, okay, Kirk, who are you voted for? Oh, Captain EO. Okay, well, Captain EO kind of goes moves on, it looks like. Yeah, all right, in that same quadrant, guys, this is one of the ones I had trouble with. And we have Ellen's Energy Adventure versus Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. 
yeah totally out there in California. Yeah, mm. I'm, I'm still. I don't have. A, I still don't have an answer for this. I before. have an answer for this, but um, I was going to let somebody else go first. Well, let me. Yeah, it's I'll tough. Go first this was one, a tough so one. I'll let y'all go. No, let this one. Extremely tough one. Yeah. All right. I so, actually Eric. was not impressed with the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Oh, really? I didn't. I. I don't know what it is because the characters are the same, but they seem very wooden in their uh, in their uh, presentation. It was very. I didn't believe the acting. It was just like, mm-hmm. it seemed like they really Wait, didn't care to be there. Were you watching it in, in the back of your mind? Were you thinking, hold on, James Gunn directed this? No, I didn't care about that. <laughs> 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 but I just, I didn't, I just watched it. I was like, wow, they don't even seem like they want to be there. They didn't seem into it. They I were guess. filming it between doing uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 at the time. Yeah. So it's quite possible. They're like, we're done for the day. No, no, no. You got to film this little thing. You got one yeah. little thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it felt. Now, to be fair, I had never experienced either of these. So mm-hmm. blank slate. Uh, but I really kind of forgot how much I liked Ellen's comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had a lot of good one-liners, and she was just funny in it in general. Mm-hmm. And so to me, I was uh, I liked Ellen a lot better. Wow. Okay. I'm, the reason I was letting somebody else go, because I, I also picked Ellen, because I'm like, I, I'm sure I'm going to be in the minority on this one. I, I was too. I was like, oh, yeah. Garden's Galaxy is going to be badass. Let me check it out. I'm like, this is like a whatever. And like the jokes were like, it was like shtick. It yeah, was like yeah. the same old jokes that you saw from the movie. They called Rocket uh, Rodent. Rodent. Rodent, yeah. Yeah. It, they got my name wrong. I'm Star-Lord, man. It's like, dude, y'all are doing all the same joke. Now, I like Benicio Del Toro's character. I thought he was... Yeah, and I, I, like, I did like him as a collector in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. He still did the same... Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, the whatever he does with his hands. It was mm-hmm. just like... Yeah. Was Dang, kids! <laughs> you were doing right. It's a vision. I know you can't see it because we're on Ooh, a podcast, yeah. but... <laughs> just you know just, just <laughs> when five guys imagine what Lee's doing yes. with his hands. Whoops. So, anyway. Nice visual for an it's audio like show. rolling dice, yeah. but a little bit more vigorous. Yeah. Yes, yes. Between between his legs. <laughs> rolling craps, yeah? Yes. But seven you know, seven, I yeah. felt like Ellen's Energy Adventure was a more character-driven mm-hmm. show. I mean, the only thing I didn't like about it was like, it didn't feel like I was on an attraction. It felt like I was watching like a 30-minute episode of Bill Nye's Science Guy guest starring Ellen. Okay. Yeah. You know, it, it did kind of feel like I was watching a TV show. Um, but you also had the Ellen audio animatronic figure that they used in there, so that incorporated a different element to it. But yeah, if, if those characters don't convey humor, that they don't educate, if they don't entertain while they're on screen, that whole attraction, is not, it falls apart. It's not entertaining. With Guardians of the Galaxy... All they have to do is show up because the real thrill is that you're going to be dropping and yeah. rising and dropping. And that's what I felt like when I was watching that's that it. video, you know? It's mm-hmm. just like, you know, we were just going up and down and just like whatever the characters are doing mm-hmm. is just, I guess, like a, a, a supplemental to whatever's going on. Yes. In the actual ride system, you know? Um, I mean, I'm not comparing ride systems here, but I picked Ellen as well. Okay. Only because, you know, it's like when you see those two characters, Ellen, Ellen is definitely Ellen, you know, in all her glory. And Bill Nye is definitely Bill Nye. Yeah. Bill, 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 hey. I, I, I love that he goes, he goes, Bill Nye walks in and he goes, can I borrow some aluminum foil uh, candles and a uh, clothespin? And Helen's like, another hot date. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's how it was the whole time. It was just like little funny jokes like that. And and Jamie Lee Curtis, my God, what oh, she a was great yeah. cameo! Wasn't she yeah. evil? Like she wanted to destroy Ellen. <laughs> Stupid well, Judy. Judy. <laughs> that became a whole thing in of itself. Yes. Stupid Judy is like my favorite. Like <laughs> Stupid, Stupid Judy. Stupid 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 energy. Energy, yeah. Fictitious uh, character. Yes. Yes. Distraction. <laughs> What's funny is that they're both uh, overlays to existing attractions that were right. successful on their own. A universe of energy and uh, Tower universe of Terror. Of energy, yeah. And then they came along and they. Both of them have have done well, and I I've ridden both, and I love both. Yeah. But 
yeah, if you're forcing me to choose a better use of celebrity, it's it's Ellen, it's Bill Nye, it's it's uh, Jamie Lee, Alex Trebek, Alex obviously. Trebek, yeah. And Eli yeah. knows that there was a, at least one more that's kind of like a little bit of a cameo. Yes. I didn't list it on the thing, but yeah. Kramer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kramer, yeah. Kramer's like, the caveman. He's blowing the fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was unmistakable. At first, yeah. you're like, is that Kramer? Oh, okay. Yeah. I know that reaction. I had to watch it twice. I'm like, wait. Then I had to pause. It was like CSI. I'm like, is that him? That is him. <laughs> and with a seizure right there. Yeah. And that was, he, he was in the middle of doing Seinfeld, so he was, he yeah, was known as yeah, yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Especially the way he acted as a caveman. You, yes. You know, that was a very Kramer-esque type move. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, and you know, money-wise, I mean, I'm sure Disney got their money's worth out of uh, what happened in Ellen versus... Um, oh, for sure. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And now, and now, like, look at it. Like, Disney thought they had this great franchise in their hands, and now this whole incident with Peter... Uh, Peter, Peter Quill, James Gunn, <laughs> Star Lord, man. I'm thinking Peter Gunn. I'm thinking of uh, what's the name of that show? Um, Peter yeah. Gunn's That's Peter Gunn. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're, yeah, we're getting sidetracked. Eli, who would you pick? Oh, good lord! I wanted to, I wanted to go with Guardians just because of being a Marvel guy. But yeah, I couldn't use Rocket, like you said. It wasn't Bradley Cooper's actual image. But yeah, I, I had to go with Ellen because it's it's more of a story. That's uh, it's a little more engrossing, and it's like you said. Uh, Fortunately, the Guardians were just there hanging out, getting tied up, and it was like, here we are. There we go. There was even that scene when they're fighting where you see Peter Quill kick one of the little aliens, kind of like he does in the beginning yeah. of the first movie. I'm like, right. I, it was, again, it was just almost like a greatest hits of their jokes. Right. And they weren't, and really, they weren't as funny the original. second time. Yeah. No. And the story with Ellen is a little more engrossing. Like you said, you have Jeopardy. You have her learning about energy and going through there. And then when she comes Dinosaurs, out, she wins the game. Yeah. And yeah. So it's a lot more a better use of the the actress. Although the audience. animatronic they used to have in that attraction was not really the best animatronic. No, I did not count yeah. to look like Ellen. That one that was her first shot at trying to make it look realistic and it didn't quite work. She was far enough away where yeah. it was never an issue. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. She was you were more worried about the snake that popped out of the yeah. thing. I was worried about yeah. the dinosaur's head falling. Uh, I was like, yeah. uh, uh, anyway, uh, now Ellen's animatronic is in a Hall of Presence. That's yeah. right. What? <laughs> oh, Lord. Who would you have picked, Kurt? Oh, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. You would have I'm picked Guardians? I absolutely huh? love... No, no, no. I said Guardians of the Galaxy. The, oh. The franchise. Oh, you love I the absolutely franchise. love yeah. it. Yeah, I'm with you. Love the characters. Almost more than I love the Avengers. I will say Ellen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she is that attraction. Without her, her humor, the way she reads the dialogue, the way she acts, that's not the same attraction. Hey, you're Guardians right. Guardians of the Galaxy, you can take... Any superheroes throw them in there, it'd be the same you thing. You could take the Avengers and put them in there. I gotta admit, I am shocked because I thought with five males in this room, somebody there was, was going no to way we would go with Michael Jackson over rock and roll <laughs> <laughs> or Ellen DeGeneres over yeah. well, you mean, you know, the Marvel key, Comics. The key yeah. thing is, you said best celebrity appearance. So yeah, I mean, how they use, and that's, that's, that's the it. criteria. I, don't, I, I really I think Ellen and Bill and I were used better than uh, the Guardians were. Yeah, it goes to show, look, we can be objective. Yeah, and like you said, a rock and roll course. It was you, tough. you can take any band and stick yeah. them in that ride the same capacity. It'll be the exact same ride. Yeah. It's not because we're a bunch of old farts or we're being nostalgic. All right, no. So get, no. that, uh, get out of y'all. This is a hit. Although no. they would have put Guns N' Roses, it probably would have been a little different. I look, Aerosmith works perfectly for that. They're, they're mainstream enough and the and uh, scary their, their drug the use is far enough behind them <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> they had that nice little crossover run DMC yeah. even titles in grandpa mode by this time yeah, enough yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know I was going to tell you like cause one of the things you said was that you know you, you didn't want to factor in 
if it comes into the point where we're already discussing the attraction, you don't have to exclude Rocket altogether just because. Well, I just think know. it was because the actual guy wasn't there. Yeah. And then, no, no but you that. judge it on a curve. Once we're into this, it's all those celebrity appearances in that attraction. It's yeah. yeah. talking about voices. Was Groot's voice Vin Diesel in that ride? It did not it sound, like, sound it. like it. It was probably yeah. a sound alike. Yeah. Or whatever. It didn't even sound like it. It, it was, was Bo Diesel. Yeah. Voice matched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, and going into the bottom left quadrant, and I do apologize, I didn't make a mistake when I was reading it uh, at the top of the show when we were, I was going through all the matchups, I, you know, a little too much sake, but it's all right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so this first matchup, we have Honey, I Shrunk the Audience versus the Hall of Presidents. That's the matchup. Yes. I just okay. got on flip-flop. Sorry, I was seeing double. But this is what we have. Honey, I Shrunk the Audience versus the Hall of Presidents. Who would like to go I'll off go with this? Keep it simple. Hall of Presidents. There's no... I have no... Never liked any of those Honey, I Shrunk to Anything movies anyway. Hmm. So didn't care for the movies, never did anything for me. So as an attraction, it doesn't do much for me. But as far as it strictly being about the actors, even then, I, I didn't think Eric Idle was that funny. I didn't. I was expecting more. I, again, I, I guess because I didn't like the movies, I didn't care for the premise and didn't think it was that funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then the Hall of Presidents just classic. I mean, it's hard to beat Hall of Presidents as an attraction, but then you're talking about Barack Obama. Rick Moranis is not going to beat Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to go next then. <laughs> he had other people with okay. him. I mean, Barack is awesome, but he, he yeah. had other presidents taking it out. Team. Yeah, he had a good team. He had folks hanging I mean, out with him. You got Bill Clinton, you got George Bush, you got Barack Obama, you got Donald Trump, you got all these. I was going to say, considering your strong political leanings, I'm, I'm surprised to hear you go this way. No, I mean, but it's still it's still Hall of Presidents. And yeah, it's it still, is. I mean, it, because I don't like one of the however many presidents there are, that's that's... 45 i am so proud yeah, so 40, oh 45 that's right god damn it <laughs> stupid How you missed that yeah so uh you know one out of 45 you know <laughs> but uh i love it <laughs> only one like nixon you have no problems with him good guy well now that we got donald trump yeah i don't think anyone is lower than than donald trump taft, so. you didn't like taft uh, exactly. oh, okay. again Again, oh, Donald McKinley, Trump. Dude. McKinley, McKinley, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Andrew Jackson, man. Andrew Donald Jackson. Trump. It's oh, that man. wigs they had on. Ben Franklin. Right? No, Donald Trump. Ben Franklin. <laughs> Franklin. <laughs> but anyway. Mills Fillmore. So, Come on. <laughs> you know, it's it's an unfair matchup to me. I mean, Hall of Presidents is such a great attraction anyway. And then you have all these great men who've done great things up on one stage. I mean, that's you can't do that. So. I tend to agree with you on that, but uh, Kevin, you said you were going to go next. Yeah, I went with Honey, I Shrunk the Audience because okay, uh, cool. Rick Moranis' character is still Rick Moranis' character in that in that attraction. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know this president personally, other than with <laughs> 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 you know you know the, what that president did for me. I don't know him. <laughs> you know the whole story is still intact from in the attraction from the movies. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. the same kind of premise goes on. So I mean, you know, I, I mean, say- yeah, the pre- whole presence is cool, but I mean, at the same time, I, I went with Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. You know, I gotta say, I, I kind of agree with Lee in this one because I like look. I love that attraction, by the way. Yeah. Honey, I shrunk the audience. I don't think it's the the due that it deserves. I thought that was a worthy uh, replacement for Captain EO, and I actually this might yeah. be sacrilege of people. I liked it better. 
Well, you know, and at the same time, some I'm at a distinct disadvantage because I can only experience it through YouTube. Right. I didn't. If you've experienced it, I'm sure it's a much better attraction when you're in the seats. Yes. And the rats are running across oh, you for and sure. all that oh, kind yeah. of stuff. So yeah, the dog yeah. sneezes. So absolutely. Yeah. But again, it's not about the attraction itself. Right. It's, it's about, about the actors. Oh no, so. no! I was giving the devil its due before yeah, I went into agreeing with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, it makes it hard to agree. <laughs> you see this? You know this, but. Where I was going with this is as much as I love this, I, I got to say, Professor Wayne Selinsky is probably Rick Moranis's what, fifth most famous role? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. after Darth Helmet and, and Louis Tully and uh, the, the, and the Messi, brother. The Canadians from Messi Fiji. Yeah. <laughs> Seymour from Little Shop. I mean, I don't know that Wayne Selinsky, the character, was that strong of a presence where I'm like, oh my god, I'm I'm actually watching Rick do Wayne Selinsky. This is awesome. Like the the draw of Honey I Shrunk the Kids was the tagline of the movie itself and the special effects that went into making the kids look small. So I actually enjoyed Eric Idle's performance in this more mm-hmm. than anybody else's, to be <laughs> honest with you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for those reasons and the fact that. The whole presence is so like the whole attraction is built around the anticipation of the unveiling mm. of seeing them all standing there, and then the most entertaining part is a simple roll call <laughs> where you just they say a name and everyone just you acknowledge it with a turn and a, and a yeah. nod. That's the the most entertaining part of that attraction. I'm sucked into that part every single time. And when the animatronic figure, I mean, that's taken on a life of its own now, especially these this day. I mean, when, shoot, when you got people booing and catcalling the president on stage, yeah. it's evoking responses. The celebrity of the person that is in that attraction or is representation is in that attraction is still eliciting a response from the audience. And I think they, they pull that off better than, say, watching Rick Moranis' character in... Honey, I shrunk the audience. So for that, I kind of agree with Lee. I, I kind of, I'm going to go with uh, Hall of Presidents. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm thinking of more the ensemble thing. Yeah, no, it's with Honey, I shrunk the audience. You know, I, there's no loser in this one. I, right. I don't think. I, I, I strongly yeah. agree with Lee, but I, man, I love that attraction so much, and I did love the usage of it. I, but like, I was yeah. never a big fan of the movie. So yeah, All right, Eli. Yeah, I was going to say, if this was coming down to best place to take a nap, uh, Hall of Presidents would win, <laughs> hands down. For me. It's hard to take a nap with rats running across your feet. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Unless you like that kind of thing. So, I mean, by all means. I mean, and uh, and no, and both are great. Um, I, I do like going to Hall of Presidents. I mean, it's, it's a part of our history. But at the same time, yeah, I, I went with Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Oh, well, that's kind of yes. Kirk comes into play. You're useful, yes. Kirk. Yes. Uh, oh, I am turn. relevant. I am relevant. Yes. And, mainly, and, mainly, and again, mainly because, like I said, the criteria I looked at it as is like the, the storytelling of it, and how mm. those actors went ahead and, and portrayed it. I, I did go on the ride a long time ago, but you know, looked at it again. And uh, yeah, it was always fun with them pointing at you. And Rick Moranis, yeah. He's played a lot of different characters. I agree, but mm-hmm. they're always these quirky, goofy ones. And I did like the movie, but uh, yeah, I, I kind of went with with that. So there you go, Kirk. I like the first movie. That was about the <laughs> other movie. That, that's not, that, I blew uh, up the baby. Yeah, like, honey, I blew up the baby. Really, really honey, I the groceries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would save some money. <laughs> then we did these precedents could be of some use. Then he had teenagers. Is honey, I shrunk your paycheck. <laughs> 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 honey, I blew up the insurance bill. It's a. 
So, Kirk, it has his first tiebreaker, sir. Ah, you, relevance feels so good. And so what are you going to do? What I, you going to do, brother? Mind you, I never had the experience of Honey, I Struck the Audience. It was gone before when um, it was gone by the time I went to, back to Epcot when I was, a, I was an adult. Um, it would have, I'm going to have to go with Hall of Presidents. Hall of Presidents moves on. Um, it is a good one. The, um, Honey, I Struck the Audience, the video I've seen, and I can just imagine all the effects you feel in the theater kind of like um the 4d that, and you know, the, with the bug thing and animal bugs like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like again it's just about to act yeah. but i mean like Jenny, danny said everything in hall of presence the movie is wonderful the one they have out now is awe-inspiring but you're waiting for that reveal of all the presidents and i remember the first time i realized hold on wait they're looking at each other yes yeah yeah, yeah like, the detail like, in Dad, there, check yeah. It out, look mm-hmm. he, he, watch it watch when he says somebody's name and they all turn yeah. But they did nod to each other. Yeah. The, fir- the first thing I remember seeing was was one of them didn't really nod, but he bent over to the other one, kind of like he was talking to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they do that. Just, yeah. That's, yeah. Just, that's, that's awesome. so right there. The little human mannerisms mm-hmm. that they yeah. the detail and yes. how they program the interactions of those people are pretty cool. So this is the first time I saw the Donald Trump because mm-hmm. we went when I went in April. I didn't have a chance to see Hall of Presidents. So I was interested to see the speech. And I'll give credit where it's due. It was a great speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked what he had to say and all this kind of stuff. Now, I don't know who wrote it for him, but it was nice. It was really, <laughs> it was really well, a uh, really well done speech. They all have somebody writing yeah. it for them. They don't <laughs> write it was, it was, it was so more than 180 characters. Nobody writes somebody it. else. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe or Lincoln Farden. or Frank or you know or Microsoft yeah. wrote it for yeah, them. Yeah, they, they can call Lincoln up and be like, "Hey, dude, uh, can you uh, give us some words of wisdom?" But if you look at the video that you have the link to at, at about 1640, when, as you mentioned, all the presidents are looking towards the you know, Andrew Jackson. They all look at Andrew Jackson. Mm-hmm. Trump is in his own world. Everyone's looking over here, and he's looking the exact opposite. That's <laughs> and then up. everyone looks over there, and he looks exact opposite. Like he's in I, his own world. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if they did that on purpose, but... It is comical to me because like, <laughs> I noticed that exact same he's thing. He's just like like he's spaced out or something like like when you remember when the eclipse came out and they were like, "Don't look at the eclipse." And what did that dumbass do? He looked right up at the eclipse with no sunglasses. <laughs> on. And so that's what it reminded me of. So I thought it was a, I I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about quote unquote Trump being there again. I liked the speech, but I didn't. I could not help but notice that that. He was, they made him look like he didn't know what he was doing. Well, you've seen his figure, right? <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. Did you notice how his part is finished? It's on to something else. Now everybody's talking or something, and his arms come up, and he does his little yeah, arm he motion has a like lot this. Of arm motion for sure. But for no reason, because no, yeah. he's yeah. not talking anything. He just does this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, just a little aside. I thought yeah, it was interesting. interesting. Yeah, I check that out. 1640. Now, I, say, though, I, I do think, like, obviously, I think the Donald Trump animatronic looks nothing like him no it is uh, terrible it, it is terrible i thought the barack obama one was kind of off a little bit i think yeah. i think it suffered since uh blaine gibson um stopped doing it. i think george right. w bush was the last one he, he did it on so uh yeah i don't know who they got sculpting now um yeah. I, i'm not a fan of uh, <laughs> it was somebody blaine gibson trained it was his apprentice um well she needs to audit a course or something. Go work at Madame Tussauds. Something. <laughs> not good. Oh, well, man. it looks like Hall of Presidents is moving on for sure, right? Is that yeah. correct? Yes. All right. In that same quadrant, we have O Canada versus Journey to Imagination with Figment. Okay. So I'll just get you mine like, out. Let me oh, get, you're going to throw yours well, out? Let me just get out of the way. Because get out of the way. This okay. was like uh, uh, I want to go first. Mission I know. Yeah, yeah, I, I like this. Past three. It's He's here. Let him yeah. have it. You can go first every time. Well, go for to it. me, this was just like, to me, personally, it was like flipping a coin. 
like I neither one of them engaged me that much. Um, but Oh Canada, especially was like, this is the most boring thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, why would anyone watch this on purpose? Like, like, hey, well, I would. Canada. I, I mean, would. There was one part. I'd go in there. Yeah, there fast was, pass for that. There was one part where he goes, I guess there was the, it was it like, it sounded like Joe Pardo's voice. is like, oh, them the announcer. Oh, at the beginning, yeah. yeah. He's like, it wasn't Joe Pardo. Well, yeah. whatever. Whoever the announcer was. The, uh, yeah, that was alive. You know, what's his name? Tells him to leave. Corey Burton. Yeah. Martin Short tells him to leave. He's like, yeah, leave this up to a, a real Canadian, someone who's very famous and very well liked. And the guy goes, oh, is Celine, Celine Dion, Dion. <laughs> So, and that was it. That was all I was interested. That's the only thing that even grabbed me a little bit. So I'm going to go with Journey into Imagination. It seemed to be, a, you know, a little more interactive and I had a little more fun with it. But do you count Figment as the character? No, because we're talking about just... Eric Idle, right? Yes, we're talking about Eric. Well, I mean, the voice of uh, Figment well, used to be, uh, what was his name? Billy, a uh, little little guy, Billy uh, Barton. Warwick? Billy, no, no, not Warwick, David. I believe the voice of hitters now is Dave Goals, is the voice of Figment. Okay, so there's my challenge. Is like, I like the actual attraction better, Journey into Imagination, but as far as the actual actor, mm-hmm. I almost got to go with Martin Short. Even though I didn't like the attraction that much. Did you just change in midstream or my dream? I think I did because I was, I did because I started thinking about, well, that I didn't like that attraction, but the actual acting, I have to give it to Martin Short. Okay. I, so, I was like, nobody talked, and he changed it himself. All right, yeah. Lee, you are the new work, plan I had to work it out friend. in my mind. I had to work it out. So, well, like I said, right now, yeah. like, seriously, it was like, yeah. I could have flipped the coin and gone <laughs> either way. Go ahead, double L. Work it out, baby. So, okay. there it is. I'm going with O Canada. I'm going to disagree Short. with Lee for the first time, then, because I'm going to go with Journey to Imagination, because I thought, like, that beginning part you were talking about, I thought that was the funniest part, and I was like, oh my god, this attraction is starting off great. I remember when I and saw it. There wasn't much after that, right? Th- that was it. Then it was all like, okay, back to circle vision, and you're seeing... Yeah. Uh, uh, he jumps in well, here and yeah, there. He does yeah, the hockey, he does the hockey jokes and stuff like that. So And now Eric Idle's in there sparingly when he does um, Journey to Imagination, but I felt like Eric Idle... I mean, he was just at his best. Uh, you know, he was singing at one point. He was the face in the moon. He was entertaining all the way through. I, I felt like he chewed up. So he he looked like he belonged, like you know, because they had that Imagination Institute where you have Robin Williams from Flubber and you have Wayne Zielinski from Honey I Shrunk the Kids, and also he looked like he belonged in that grouping. But yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed his portrayal in there. I really did. I thought he did a, a, a good job, whereas I felt like Martin Short. I mean, they don't even advertise. It's not like it's O Canada with Martin Short. Like, if you look on any guide map, it's just go see O Canada. Mm-hmm. If they thought Martin Short was any kind of celebrity that could draw, wouldn't you put Martin Short's O Canada or O Canada <laughs> with Martin, however you would phrase it? But there's nothing advertising that Martin Short's in there to drive people in there because they don't believe in his celebrity. He should have went as Ed Grimley. And if that would have happened, <laughs> <laughs> that, been, that dude had his own cartoon for crying out loud. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I must say. I must say. <laughs> hey, yeah. Well, they could have did it with the three amigos. And we, oh, <laughs> that would have been a different conversation. Hey. But I mean, Eric Idle had to act with an imaginary dinosaur. That's I mean, a great that's point. Good, yeah. that, that's good. Yeah, he that's good. He acted with imaginary. I, I, I felt like he put in the better performance. Fair enough. That's, that, yeah. that's, both, that's both good arguments uh i i was gonna say with martin yeah he kind of has to carry the whole 
attraction through. I mean, you know, there's there's parts where there's the the hockey team and then mm-hmm. they're playing. He's like, yeah, I just wanted to be a hockey player. And they show him he's on the ground and they have these like weird little vignettes with him. So at least it's kind of like the Ellen thing without as many uh, co-stars. So I was like, well, at least he tried to carry a relatively boring attraction. Like, you know, I haven't been to Canada. It doesn't necessarily make me want to go to Canada. But I appreciate the effort. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say with uh, with Journey, it, it's a good point. Um, Eric Idle's pretty much talking to himself, but has to make you believe he's talking to somebody else who's just <laughs> not there. So um, yeah, he's a little more giddy, a little more animated. And again, if Ed Grimley had taken no Canada... This might have been a tougher choice for me, but <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I with with uh, with Jeremy. What other characters does Martin Short have that are that famous? Well, he did Inner Space. Oh, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Characters. Characters. characters, characters. Jeremy Glick. Who's that? That's He's a, like the, the critic guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Guy. The critic. Yeah, that's right. That is, there yeah. was he a smoking guy from um, what was it? Was it Saturday Night Live? I was like, I know that. You don't think I know that? I know that. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's um, right. Oh God, he he did a couple. Uh, shoot, the SEC, but Ed Grimley yeah, yeah. was d- definitely the most. That famous to me is like that's the embodiment of of him. Yeah. So you you're going with imagination. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right, Kevo. I, I went with Can- oh, Canada. Oh, oh, another tie. Is it? Wait, who's the tie? Who, who went with Canada? I got oh, Canada. Journey into Imagination. Here oh, you vote for... Oh, yeah. that's right. I forgot. No, I... I he I switched from extreme. He swerved you. He did, there you go. I just <laughs> yeah. the city. He did the he swerve. He talked himself out of it because of the storyline of O Canada. Yeah. No, no. I, I, I liked O Canada. Martin Short was Martin Short. Every time he spoke then, that was him. You know, that, that was that's who Martin Short was. His kind of character, that same kind of shtick. I mean, it's Journey to Imagination with Figment. I mean, Eric Idle plays a side character. I mean, he's good. I mean, yeah, he's playing against a thing, but it's not like, you know, yeah, at the same time, they don't advertise O'Cannon with, with Martin Short either. So, yeah, they're on equal footing. But I like Martin Short better in that than Eric well, you, Idle. You could make that. the argument, yeah, yeah that yeah. Canada is the a, is a lead. Yeah. And Martin Short is like the sidekick and right. Figment's the lead and, and uh, Eric Idle's the sidekick. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, if and you, they have to both work to make the other thing interesting yeah. and it never works. works. Yeah. Yeah. Neither one That's works. Right. Yes. There's, so there's nothing but losers here. But yeah. Anyway. yeah, I mean, yeah. Canada kind of like directs everything. I mean, you know, it's just like here's, here's all of the different and sites should, and whatnot. It should. But yeah, yeah but what yeah, I'm saying yeah. is it's not, like, uh, it's not like he's coming up there and he's he's just like, yeah, I love to go here. I love to go. This is me partying. This is me, you know, on the tour. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of seeing just shots. Yes. And then you get, like, these other shots of him, which doesn't look like it meshes with the other oh, the original shots. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's in front of a green screen the entire yeah. fucking right. time. No, absolutely. Whereas, you know, Eric Idle, A, again, he had to act with something that wasn't there. B, the makeup for the moon face. Oh, Lord, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how long did he, and that's dedication. I mean, he's he was, like the Eddie Murphy out the two of them. He right. had to play multiple things. He's not playing himself. He's playing a character. I mean, there's that Monty Python rub that I like. I'm a Monty Python fan. So, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I look, I can see it. it it's kind of, again, this is why I put the two, this is why I made that switch. Right, this right. was difficult. Because this. you've got two great comedians yeah. whose job it is to make boring attractions interesting. Yeah. Yes. No, absolutely. That's Both exactly true. Both hands tied behind their back. Yeah, yes. they did well. No Both offense of them to, to credit. Canadians yes. who might... No. So with that being said... I like Wolverine. in there. Yes. With that being said, we got Kirk as a tiebreaker once again. Boom. So Kirk, uh, who do you go Keep us on a straight and narrow, officer. Watch, going to both of these attractions, these are both the same attraction to me, except one took the place of a beloved 
attraction. Yes. The other one just came out of nowhere. This is about, uh, this you is can about take characters. It's about a you celebrity take, now. You can take both <laughs> those. Ce- <laughs> hold on. You can take both those celebrities and replace them. You can replace Eric Idle with any with Martin old, Short <laughs> with any old British comedian. You put Doctor House in there or any Monty Python guy, be the exact same thing. You could put Bret Hart in O Canada because he's Canadian. It's actually it'd be the same thing. Now, that would have been a good show. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling with no. Canada. I don't know that Bret Hart's that charismatic. I <laughs> no. say, like, well, just like in the beginning of it, you could have put Celine Dion in there. She would have yeah, sang sure, more, yeah. but it would have been the same yeah. thing. You could have done Matthew Perry. Matthew, yeah, yeah, you could have put Chandler Bing, and they would have been the same thing. Just they right. more, more dry jokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, there's your one per show. I'm going to go to Canada. All right. All right. Oh, Canada. Canada. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Could you? Been I, don't think, I don't think it counts. Can I say it? If you say it. Okay. <laughs> if it's supposed to be my tagline, don't I have to say it? That being said. Well, for those listeners out there saying, oh, well, Canada had the uh, the American Idol Canada weather. I don't know who the freaking that person is, so don't even use that as an argument. <laughs> who that is? I'm what? sorry. Wait, what? I'm sorry. No, because they have the, uh, the, the winner of the American Idol. Uh, oh, uh, in yeah, Canada, yes, singing yes, the song yes, yes. "Oh Canada." Da, da, da. No, yes. that doesn't count. Sorry, I, no, I, I, that's, that that's, that's that's not celebrity enough. I'm sorry. All right, gang. So here we are up in the upper right hand quadrant, and we got our first matchup. We have the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror versus Soren. Well, I'll go first since I'm the only one who seems to have a definite opinion on this. Okay, well, if, if someone else wants to go, y'all welcome. Well, Daddy, you hadn't gone first yet, and I'll go okay. right after you because I have a definite opinion too. I, it's soaring to me. Yeah, make that too. I'm the same way. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know if it's uh, bias from my favorite intro, seeing that mm-hmm. Richard Hercher did an intro for both yeah. of these attractions, and both of them are pretty damn good, but my sentimental favorite has always been soaring. And um, I think it just comes down to the fact that... It, Look, they did a great job on Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. They brought Rod Serling back to life. But at the end of the day, that's not his voice. <laughs> right. Right. It's a sound alike. Yes. The footage that they use of Rod Serling is a very brief clip of footage. Now, I like the fact that his narration follows you throughout the entire ride, which right. you don't get on Soaring because, quite frankly, it would spoil the, the yeah. mood. Right. And if I could piggyback, the, the footage that they have in the pre-show, great technological advance to make, yeah. it, make him mouth the actual words that are being said. No, he so, says those words. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So they spliced them all together, though. He doesn't say that spiel, but they spliced him. Yeah, they do. He does. He doesn't say, okay, I see what you're saying. All right. right, he doesn't say the whole hotel deal and right. all, all the, everything else. He or says everything, elevator. but until yeah. he gets to the part where it says maintenance elevator, he actually says it's, a, it's something else that starts with an M. Right. So everything else he said, like they didn't digitally manipulate his lips. Yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm all saying right. like how they splice everything in and make it look like he's saying everything. All right. But yeah, the, yeah the addition stuff. No, no, I'm not talking about they. When you said digitally yeah, no, no, manipulated, no. I thought you meant like they made it. No, look no, like no, he was no, saying. no, 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 no. Like, like, no, he said those words. It's just that he didn't say no, no. everything. Not like young Robert Downey Jr. or anything like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. But going back to Patrick Warburton for a second here, right. let's not gloss over his performance. I remember the first time I rode Soaring and watched like the, the pre-show. As soon as he pops up on screen, and it's funny when you still watch it when other people are there and they've just seen it for the first time, as soon as he pops up on screen, there's an immediate laugh. Everyone, there's immediate recognition and laugh of, oh my God, of yes. course, this is the right guy to do this because there's something about him. And still to this day, I was going to put it out to you guys, but we'll let y'all vote first. I'll, get a que- I'll ask a question afterwards. Sure. But bottom line is, I think Patrick Warburton does a great performance. He gets some humor in there. He 
stays in character. It's, it's a good. It's a world. No, it's beautiful, well and it's yeah. consistent all the way through. I, yeah. I totally agree. So that's that's two for Soren for me. Come, okay. what say you guys? Well, um, I, I'd have to go and say again, uh, Mr. Hirsch always does a great job with both of these intros, and yes, they're both entertaining. Uh, but of course, I was going to go with Twilight Zone. Number one. Rod Serling's voice in particular, it sets the tone for that whole ride. Like, you know it's creepy. You, you, and, of course, I mean, I liked it so much. Whenever my show comes around, <laughs> I want Hurt's intro for Twilight Zone. So, but um, you're aware that's not really his voice. Yeah, yes, because I, I remember I okay. did, like, that crazy tangent thing, and I read all of that stuff. Like, that was one of those things that I, I followed, but... For the, even okay, even if no, I'm not take, saying it should disqualify it, I no, just want to make sure. Right, right. Yeah, you no, said, no, I'm with you. And I, yeah, I'm with you. But that's even more. How you say it's more credence to the amount of work that they would believe in that project to make sure they could get as much authenticity as they could out of this man. But it's just it's Twilight Zone. I mean, you know when you hear it, everything is distinct, and it's not to take anything away from Soaring and Patrick Warburton. I mean. I told you one time, the last time we went, I'm so spoiled on the intro. I'm like, wait, Patrick, where are our names at? <laughs> like, wait, he's not saying our names. This ride is bogus. What, what is this? But, um, yeah, he, he's good, and he's comedic, and I, I believe he was the voice of Superman, the animated series at, at one time. But mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't really I mean he's good, but if you have to, for me, to compare the two, it's just the, as Bruce Lee would say, the emotional content. That uh, that gets me with Twilight Zone. One inch punch. <laughs> okay, Lee. Uh, I'm torn so much with this because I think the main thing is that when you hear that voice, that and I know you're saying it's not Rod Sterling, but for all intents and purposes, it is Rod Sterling speaking to you as you see that face and he's setting the tone for that attraction. Like no, that's why I say it doesn't disqualify. Yeah, yeah I mean, right, that, right. If it puts when you you're in watching there, that, you that, there, yeah. that you are sucked in to the twilight zone you understand that some serious shit is about to go down and as much as i like the the role that uh patrick warwarden plays what is he getting you ready for to go on a freaking hang glider or you know he sub- he sounds like he's an airline stewardess but we're not going on a plane and we're going on the our feet are dangling i don't know it's like it's a good performance but it doesn't set the the mood it doesn't set the tone for the attraction. Well, you just well, said, I, but okay, go ahead, Kevin. No, I was going to say you just said, you, you just said uh, he, he sounds like an airline stewardess, which indicates that you're going to go on a an airplane flight, a flight of some sort right. in the air. Yeah, like, like you're right. You're picking issue with the role he was assigned to play. Right. It's not the. It's his celebrity mm-hmm. and, and what he does with the role. Yeah, and I see it. You're yeah. right. It is dead on. It's it's about as good as you could ask for. Right. It, 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 Good, good job, pal. Or what is it? Good, good work, pal. Nice work, pal. We only just played it a few minutes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it doesn't have it written right here. Doesn't nice his work, role pal. as a um, as a stewardess, go, a steward, or whatever it's called, flight attendant, flight attendant. There you go. Doesn't that go back to where it's the ride is housed at in California Adventure? Isn't it like an airplane hangar? Yes, yeah, it is. A, yeah, it's in uh, Condor Flats in mm-hmm. California Adventure. Yeah, so uh, ultimately, I'm going to have to go with Tower of Terror just because it just it sucks me in to that attraction. 
Interesting. All right, so we got another I'm surprised that the yeah. phony celebrity is. Yeah, no, I'm trying to. That is the I think we've lost a little something in our exercise here, but no, look, but I can't. That's the fly in the ointment that it's it, not as long actually as it, Rod Serling. Yes, as long but. as it puts you in that mood, yeah. I would agree. Up. If it was really Rod Serling, if they could have somehow pulled that yeah. off, <laughs> yeah, that would win. That's yeah, really yeah, Twilight yeah. Zone. If, if yeah, they got him that's fro- some Princess him, Leia kind of thing. Yeah, it's just got, creepy. It's just, yeah, if yeah. they got him frozen with Walt somewhere, then you know. <laughs> oh, Rod's frozen head. Adventures <laughs> of Rod Serling's frozen head. Oh man! Well, All right, Kirk, Kirk, you're Kirk. way more useful I, than I thought you would be. I'm useful, irrelevant, all kind of another time. sir, go for it. What you got? I remember when they redid Soren recently. The thing I was most excited about it was they left Patrick in there. Yes. They didn't take, take him out. You walked in. Patrick is still there. Like, remember, look at, the, look at the screens. He's there. Like, yes, he's still here. I remember that, too. It was like, Phew. Yeah, thank God they didn't get rid yeah. of Patrick. But again, that being said, rolling on out. I'm still going. I'm going with Tower Terror. Oh, yeah! Wow, look, I'm going to take a swig for like, you right like now. Like he said, he says the whole tone of that of that thing. His voice when it goes from the TV to the to the behind you, mm-hmm. and then follows you throughout the ride. And then when you come down and you get ready to get off, and you hear his voice again, he leads you off. He no, makes that, that ride. And again, that's why I say, like, look, it. It, yes, it's not really Rod Serling, but the fact that it puts you in that mindset means that they picked the right celebrity. <laughs> and that's that's what this is all about. Now, my question was, and y'all kind of touched upon this, Patrick from Soren, is he a flight attendant? Like, I always kind of went into it like he's the pilot. And he said kind of oh, okay. like, yeah. but is he the pilot or is he a flight attendant? Oh, it's, he's a flight attendant. Flight attendant. Yeah. In my mind, he is because I, that's what the flight attendant does. He tells it, the flight attendant, yeah. here's how you do your seatbelt. Uh, if the oxygen comes down, yes. you know, that's what that's what the spiel that the, a flight attendant does. Yeah, that's I'm, always been the impression I've gotten. From I always the, got the impression he was a pilot. And then as I sat there and listened to him, I'm like, well, he's doing the, the, the spiel. But I guess it's because he's dressed like a pilot. Fair enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess yeah. that's why. Kev? I, was, I always took him not to be necessarily a flight attendant or a pilot, but more like, uh, mission Control, kind of like okay. Gary Sinise's character in Mission, which we'll get mm. to later, mi- mi- in Mission Space. That kind of a thing. Maybe almost like the Wall- uh, 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 Wallace Langham character in, yeah. in, in Dinosaur, that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like the am- ambiguously uh, uh, <laughs> of, of uh, airline employee. Ambiguous am- airline yeah. employee. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I want to say ambiguously gay duo. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of a thing, you know, but it's like you just don't know. Is he the pilot or is he, the, you know, it's one of those things. You just don't know who he is. Yeah. And he's like right in the middle of the plane. Like he's not necessarily like in the cockpit. You know what I mean? So well, even there's no cockpit. <laughs> uh, well, I'm thinking of the, yeah, well, your feet are hanging. I'm talking about like the the in the queue when he first comes on before you load into right. the ride. Well, I mean, yeah. his voice and his presence exudes some kind of authority. Authority, yes. Authority. authority. Yeah, he was Superman. Oh, All right, so uh, Soren moves. No. See, you're trying to be slick. We caught you. I am. I am. Caught you. All right, so this next matchup is the other one that I had difficulty with myself. And uh, this was Dinosaur versus Alien Encounter. Mm. This one, I still don't have an answer for this one, but I, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards one. I mean, I was going to say, oh, I'm sorry. Like, no, no, go ahead, Eli, because you hadn't gone first yet. So I'll let yeah, you go. It'll give me time to think. Um, Before you go, yeah. let me just say one thing, Eli, because there might be some people out there who have not 
watched or ridden alien encounter in, in a long time so the celebrities that you have an alien encounter are uh jeffrey jones jeffrey jones who uh who's scandalous yeah a little scandalous right now he's he the guy from uh first bueller. Bueller? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. he was a principal in first bueller uh you had kevin pollock mm-hmm. and that's uh you might remember him from he's a comedian he was in usual Sp- suspects a few good men yes if you yep. watch the show mom he was uh mm-hmm. anna faris's dad kathy yes. najini uh, najimi i'm sorry jimmy yeah uh she was was uh, the witch? The, the witches, in, um, yeah. She was oh in the Sister Act. Not a big Kathy and Jimmy. Yeah. Like I, I, I know a couple of her things that she's done, uh, but but even if you watch the video, it's hard to tell who they are. The makeup is pretty. It heavy. is pretty yeah. good. Pretty good. Yeah. And there is an appearance by, and she was not famous at the time, so I think I left her off of this version of it. But uh, Tyra Banks. Right, he yeah, always Tyra famous Banks to me. Was, yeah. <laughs> he of always famous to me. So go ahead, Eli. I just want to yeah. make sure we we caught people up to speed in case they were like alien encounter. I don't even remember that. It used yeah. to be where stitches, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. For those that don't know, and all those four that we just mentioned were all dressed up like aliens. Yes, yes, yes. absolutely. Oh, he was the dad in Beetlejuice. Yes, yes, yes. Jeffrey Jones. Yes, yes. Well, look, you you put Tyra Banks in a ride, and uh, she wins. As far as I'm concerned, no. Um, yeah, I, I went with alien encounter, not. Just because of Tyra Banks, but I would hope not. Because <laughs> we just qualified it by the fact that she wasn't a celebrity I, I, and I filmed it. I got taken somewhere, okay? Like <laughs> I like Tyra. Phony Banks. celebrities, people who aren't celebrities yet. I mean, come on. Well, nah. some, but it's all about the creativity, it's professionalism in this. I am professional all when right. I say I like Tyra Banks. <laughs> and with all the professionalism in the world, what about Claire Huxtable? I do, oh. but it's a different kind of mm. like. It's like uh, I don't know, man. Claire like, Huxtable does it for me. But it, you know, hey, that's <laughs> all good. She can dance, okay? I, she's I, got, got that. If I could snap for you, I would. <laughs> she's yeah. got that right blend of authoritarian, but sexy as hell. Like, tell me what not to do, Claire. I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> like the I'm a bad <laughs> Huxtable. I'm a bad <laughs> Huxtable, Claire. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Says the paralegal to the lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Put me in that Golden Guard Trail shirt you got. Oh, you oh, know Lord. she had to like chain Cliff to the bed at some point in time. And Cliff was always happy yeah. whenever you woke up in the morning. Yeah, Wouldn't you be happy waking up to Felicia Rashad? She was awesome. But he didn't roofie her. No, she roofied him. Yeah. <laughs> no, when she got pissed, man, ooh, she'd scare you and excite you all at the same time. Black leather and a switch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't you lie to me, Rudy. I know you were in class today. All right, so, so you're picking... Yes, I can't wait to see what you did with Wallace Langham afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I um, told you not to release those clothes. <laughs> Dr. Seeker, Dr. Marsh would like to see you in the office. Bring your dinosaur puppet. <laughs> What's wrong with you? And your code word is yeah. orange. <laughs> and bring that ketchup. <laughs> oh, bring that ketchup, ketchup and mustard with and you. And that mayo, yeah. That yeah. poor dinosaur puppet. <laughs> Gonna turn you into a chump sandwich. Um, yes, I, I think the main thing is that with the alien encounter is the fact that it was... It was a sensory ride, if you will. I mean, I would call it a ride, but you know what I'm saying? So it was one of those things of not only seeing them in the makeup, but having those different disembodied voices where, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, oh, this is coming. Oh, watch out. Oh. Like, so it's like you don't really get to see them in front of you all the time, but you know they're there. And just their voice alone just adds to that attraction. So that's pretty much what put it over the top for me. Yeah, you know, you're right. This is, and it, again, this is where I, I like the comparison here is because these are very, two very similar attractions in the sense that you have ongoing dialogue throughout the attraction. And that mm-hmm. dialogue, it could be humorous, it can be exciting, it could be anxious, it could be scared. Yep. I mean, the 
performance is what helps sell you on I should be scared, I should be excited, I should be and and Kevin Pollock does a great job with mm-hmm. that uh, in Alien Encounter. And I think Wallace Langham does a good job with that in Dinosaur. I I, I kind of give the edge to Kevin Pollock in doing a better job in Alien Encounter. And I'm just a Kevin Pollock fan. I loved his work in uh, Usual Suspects and, and yeah, uh, a few good men. But the chemistry between Dr. Marsh and Dr. Seeker, man, that Claire Huxtable element. Back to Claire, ain't you? Yeah, I'm back to Claire. She puts it over the top for me, man. When Mrs. Huxtable appears on that TV screen, as soon as you walk into there, this is a very smart woman right now. I buy her leading a program like this. You know? I couldn't buy... like. The acting of the other ones, they kind of, it, it was a little cartoonish. Yeah. I guess, but again, it's just the fact that you just are hearing them and it's just letting your imagination just go berserk and they're just aiding you in that. I mean, yeah. not to say the dinosaur is terrible. No, absolutely not. All right. Okay. Try to make me go deaf? What'd I do? Yeah, it's, no, it's, I, it's, Lee's got to keep the headphones on. Yeah. Come on, man. Stop putting your beard on the microphone, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's your beard yeah. conducts static electricity. Watch out, man. Yeah. But no, yeah, there's no wrong answer in this. I mean, like I said, I, I think it's very similar in that both of the dialogues that run throughout the attraction, uh, the actor's job is to ma- manipulate your emotion to feel certain things on those those times, and I think they did it great. I yeah, just felt both. like what was going on with uh, Alien Kenner was a little bit more cartoonish, whereas the stuff with, I mean, you can make the argument that it was kind of like that with Dinosaur as well. I kind of felt it was kind of what and what with the edge going to Alien Encounter, but the chemistry between Dr. Marsh and Dr. Seeker, uh, that's what put it over the top for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say the same kind of thing, just to jump off of that. Um, I had trouble with this because of, you know, Dinosaur. Uh, you listen to the show, that's one of my favorite attractions. But then again, also, too, was Alien Encounter back in the day. So this made it very tough for me. Um, the the uh, jobs of the actors in both roles were, were great. You know, uh, uh, and Alien Encounter's got one of my favorite lines of any Disney attraction. Is like, I've been seized. Was it something you ate? <laughs> one, of my, one of my favorite lines is just kind of gets passed on. If you're not paying attention to it, it just kind of mm-hmm. passes you by, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the chemistry between, uh, you know, Claire Huxtable, <laughs> Felicia Rashad, and Wallace Langham, Dr. Seeker. I mean, it basically sets you up to where it's like you're doing about to do something you're not supposed to be doing. Yeah, you know she does a good job of saying, "Yeah, no, your tour. You're supposed to be going on this nice, happy Disney kind of like tour, mm-hmm. and you're not supposed to do anything else." And yet, mm-hmm. Doctor Seeger's, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do this real quick. Watch, <laughs> <You know? laughs> just just stick don't with me. me. Just, just watch. Take yeah, just don't believe. Just 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 watch. Hang on." And then he even says, "He's like, uh, and by the way, don't tell anybody because only you guys are going on this special mission." <laughs> right, right, yes, yeah, <laughs> you do my, that just before you launch. One of my favorite lines. Although you're talking about lines, uh, what Kevin Pollock says, "If you remain very still, he." Probably won't. Yeah, he probably won't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. While he's breathing down your neck. No, yeah. No, so, if my, so yeah, my vote's going towards dinosaur. On this, it's tough. I, I yes. could go with either one. I could too. And it's I'm not just voting for dinosaur just because it's my favorite one of my favorite tracks. But no, it's. I mean, it, I, look. To be fair, both of these soundtracks, the entire ride soundtrack are on a Dropbox folder that I listen to like on a regular basis during my commute. So I, I let that folder play, and those are the first two things I listen to, in addition to Ellen's Energy Venture. So I'll listen to all that. And you know what? When you're driving through Uptown New Orleans and you listen to the Dinosaur soundtrack, it's actually perfect because it's the <laughs> exact same ride motion, especially if you're in your pickup truck. Oh, God, yeah. No joke. <laughs> all right, well, I, I just have to say that there is a line in Alien Encounter that speaks to my soul. Oh, wow. You've been seized? No, it <laughs> says... Profit is simply a byproduct we learn to live with. 
when they're talking to, cause oh yeah 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 he's yeah. talking about like oh you know we're here to help this human People species we're here and, to earth to you know, uh, blah, blah, basically blah, blah, blah. for we're profit. not here it's to make like, money no. he goes, but but profit is simply a byproduct that we've learned to live with yes it that comes to money speaks to your soul it comes money. to money Look, everything that I could like supersize it <laughs> would speak to your soul I would think <laughs> <Super> extra <laughs> cheese might speak to your soul but, but uh, that wow okay. but no ultimately no, I'm just kind of joking a little bit ultimately I had to go with dinosaurs well is this the the interaction between the two is is what does it really it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not that just she has she's a good actress and he's a good actor but the play off each other yeah. i mean of course that's the script but it's great it works perfectly and it's hilarious and you know he, he he's sneaky and he's you know he's doing all this stuff and it, it just works perfectly so and honestly uh, alien encounter I, again didn't experience it just watching off youtube but it seems to take forever to finally get to where we're going Mm-hmm. Like there's just so much that they have to explain to you, and there's the, a lot the of backstory. Yeah, they have yeah. To. I remember way that too much, dude. Yeah. Just way too much backstory. Just get to the alien jumping in my face. And <laughs> that's what, that's <laughs> one of the parts where you, yeah, you I want have the alien experience. in my face. Yeah. Put it on me. Yeah, so a uh, dinosaur for me. So that's oh, okay. three for Dino. And it's almost like the same storyline between the two. That so, was again yeah, that was a little the, bit uh, lining a lot up these of brackets sim- yeah. was to make sure that these attractions had some kind of similarity between them all. And for any listeners out there thinking, hey, what about Tim Curry? What about Phil Hartman? You know, yeah, voice in my acting. decision, it, it was it was yeah, it was voice acting. It was you know, it was it was it was in there somewhere, but not like not for the purposes of this. So, and one last thing before we move off dinosaur, I want to officially. Uh, request a show opening of that di- with the dinosaur theme, and mm-hmm. so Mrs. Hercher can be Claire Huxtable, and and Richard Hercher. Can oh, be, you know it's funny, Doctor Seeker. Oh, as far wow. as like alternate alternate uh, 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 other intros, I I already talked to Hercher about that. Yeah, let, yeah we had that in let the, Ms., the things. Yeah, let Miss Hercher be uh, Claire Huxtable, and uh, he can play. Wallace Wallace Langer. Yeah. She yeah. has that authoritarian voice. Yeah. I think she could so, pull yeah, it off. Just official request there because that he Twilight Zone, Soren. As a matter of fact, uh, Mr. Hart, you can just take this list and carte blanche. All right, so we got dinosaur moving over in that Who would you list. say, Kirk? Uh dinosaur. Okay. 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 Yeah. Cool. So dinosaur Anna. definitely going forward. And we're in the last quadrant where we have Pirates of the Caribbean. Versus Indiana Jones Adventure in the Temple of Forbidden Eye. So, what say you? I say pirates. Yeah, I'm going to say pirates. And as well. I, I love Sala. He's such a cool character. He is, but it's just there's not much for him to do. Just no. like five minutes and we're done. And you don't even get like video screen. It's like pictures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so. pictures of Sala. Like, hey. And then yeah, uh, Harrison Ford. Uh, you get quite a, f- a couple of uh, indie yeah. animatronics, but I mean that's not even Harrison Ford's voice. Now I know it doesn't matter to some of y'all, and, <laughs> and that's fine. But as far as a, only if it's spliced, you know. Yeah, as far as a um, deciding factor, yeah, g- give me give me Jack Sparrow. I mean, even 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 though there's like very little Johnny Depp in the in the actual attraction itself, it's only because you didn't want to overwhelm it. But that in finale scene where you see him at the Hanging treasure the room, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that does it for me too. That's why I went with pirates. Yeah. Oh, I would have went with Indiana. Really? Yeah, I, went with I can see that. I, I can absolutely see that. Indiana is a little bit more of a focus of this attraction, whereas mm-hmm. Johnny Depp is kind of in the background. Yeah. Well, which which makes sense because that's you know begets the ride begets jo- right. uh, Jack Sparrow and Jack Sparrow comes back home, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah. So uh, what what was it about it that put it over the top for you? It, well, it was Sala, you know, is is setting up as you're going through, you know, and he's he's there in a little bit of pre-show. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't have it. Uh, he's not fully in, uh, uh, in the attraction itself, but I right. mean, you do you do hear him throughout the ride. 
For the most part, if I remember correctly, don't I think you see you hear him at the beginning telling you to be buckled up, and I don't remember hearing him while you were on the right. You hear a lot of indie on the attraction where it's like I yelling, I hear get back. both, yeah, or something. Was it? I don't remember hearing Salah, but I could be wrong. Maybe it was. I could be. I could be wrong too. I've only I wrote it like yeah. you know three or four times. So I mean, yeah. it, and in very spaced out intervals. I mean, right, I right. Disneyland that as often as I would like. I like the experience. Uh, I would pick that over Dinosaur. I mean, the same similar attraction, uh, same ride system, but I would pick that one over Dinosaur for pa- sure. Pirates is not just Johnny, Johnny Depp. It's Johnny Depp and Ian McShane oh, yeah, and Jeffrey even. Rush and you yeah. know the guy who plays Davy Jones, mm-hmm. Bill Knight in there. Or yeah, even, but, even uh, Blackbeard. Blackbeard's in there now. Yeah. 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 Or on rotation, well, as I guess. Say, Ian McShane, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. My bad. I forgot the name of the character. It's a cool ride. Yeah, yeah. no, no, it's good. All right, so Pirates moves on. Mm-hmm. And the last pairing we have is... <laughs> But it's Body Wars versus Mission Space. And what do these two things have in common? They're they neighbors. Both suck. They both can make you sick. Yeah, there you go, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> you win. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even played. This is the dartboard category. Just take a dart and throw it. Nope, you know it when you see it. <laughs> I grouped them together because of that, and I was like, okay, that's a little funny little thing. And then I actually had to sit there and decide between the two, and I'm like... Oh shoot, man, this is tough because mm-hmm. I don't no. like either one well, of but, these. But Mission I, Space yeah. has an out. You know, out? Yeah, I mean, you don't have like two options on Body Wars, like the the intense version and not intense. Version. Yeah, but that doesn't matter as no, regards to celebrity. As far as, as far as the sickness goes, oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. I, I just can't get past Gary Sinise's forehead. <laughs> <laughs> it does not move. It's solid piece of block. Not, not block many of people can. I, I heard <laughs> as, as legend goes. But you know, he's not even a part of it anymore, so it yeah. doesn't even matter. That was my thing. Like, I think I would have gone with it if they would have just stuck with Gary Sinise, but right? Moving it over to the Gina Torres, like Gary Sinise, like I understood his role because he was kind of in Apollo thirteen. Yeah, like, he was, he was in off of that, Apollo yeah. thirteen, but he wasn't really. He was the astronaut that got bumped. Right. So he wasn't even in space. Didn't, right. didn't Disney make a Mars movie around the time that he was Mission in? to Mars? Um, I'm not sure. Oh, like one of those science uh, films or whatever. No, it was an actual movie. That Disney, I, th- I th- thought there was. I don't know. Like right. a real documentary. You, you get to research on that. I'll get to research. And uh, that's what I thought that they chose him off of was the Apollo 13 movie. And so he had some kind of a justification Fred. for being yeah. part of a space program. So I thought it was a really good choice right. in terms of acting. So I kind of would have leaned that way. But then when they replaced him with Gina Torres, who I the only thing I really know her from is uh, the Chris Rock movie. I think I love my wife. Oh wow, really? <laughs> yeah. What else is she in? Uh, she well, she plays in the, the show Suits. Uh, yeah, don't she, watch it. You ever watched Hercules: The Legendary Journeys? No. Nope. Yeah, she was in that. That's that's where I first saw. It I was like, that's a nice outfit, pirate lady. Yeah, it's <laughs> not the. It's not quite on the level. Now, granted, now the, they're up against Tim Matheson, Otter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 Animal House or uh, Elizabeth Shue. I was gonna say, um, oh, the uh, the the guy, his other famous role from Fletch. Oh, um, the bird. Yeah, I want to say Andrew guy. Stanton, but it's not Andrew Stanton. No, the guy from Pixar. Um, <laughs> I, I damn know, it, I know the guy's name. I, yeah, I don't because uh, I love Fletch. Fletch is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, so yes. watch. wasn't uh, it filmed in New Orleans? No, no, that's no, the no, second no, one. Sequel one. Oh, second one it, was. Yeah. Or was supposedly, at least. I mean, yeah. they were out in some plantation somewhere. But So I don't know if it was actually New Orleans. It could have been like, yeah, who knows. Whatever. But um, anyway, where was I? Yeah, the, the, the only thing I would say between the two is I kind of I, I, I gravitated more towards uh, Body Wars. 
just because you saw the actors doing more on screen, mm. whereas the actors in Mission Space seem to do to nothing but bark orders at you <laughs> all right. the time. Right. It was really kind of irritating. Like, I remember doing it when we did it, when we rode the ride and, and being like, oh, okay, and it's, it's not so bad. Because you're doing things, but when you watch it back, it's kind of obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a flight simulator with your ex-wife yeah. screaming at you. Exactly. Alan, tell Alan, me what to do. Like, Come on, I already know how to fly the ship. Just don't yell at me no more. Alan Stanwyck. Alan Stanwyck. There uh, you go. Yes. Thank you. But yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, right, so you're I, going Body Wars. I'm going Body Wars. I mean, I, I would give it to Gary. If they stuck with Gary Sinise with the Apollo 13 connection, I would get it. I mean, all Tim Matheson had was was um, Solar Crisis. <laughs> that was his only like B-level movie that put him in space where you could be like, okay, well. Yeah. yeah he's got experience. He's the captain of a ship. He's, he's now in this. And so the two kind of connect. Uh, I, I see nothing else that connects him. At all, well, and that's why I'm going with Mission Space. Go for it. For exactly yeah. the same yeah. reason because I did not buy either one of them as any kind of scientist. Nope. Ship any nothing to do with science or being smart at all. All right, but wasn't all their acting like completely wooden? <laughs> yes. yes. Like no matter if it was wishing like and Gary Sinise is a great actor, but it just seemed like he was wooden. Tim Matheson was wooden. His forehead no, was, was wooden. His, <laughs> but I mean, like, Torres was wooden. I buyed him as someone that would work at NASA. Like, he did, I don't know if it's just the way he speaks mm-hmm. or because he's such a good actor that he'll make me believe anything. But I said, okay, that guy works at NASA or something to do with space. The other two people like, no way they're scientists at all. Like, what makes her a scientist? Or, or braids? Or I don't know. Like, like, <laughs> like well, she what? was an 80s scientist. It you was a little saying? bit different like, back uh, in the day. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't, it was very dated. Yeah. So yes. I, didn't, I didn't buy either one of them being anything to do with anything science-y. <laughs> you know, anything that <laughs> you'd have to be smart at, no way. They didn't have that good uh, Dennis Quaid, Martin Short acting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> being shrunken and put into a body. Inner space now, was awesome. Now, if they would have cast Dennis Quaid... This would have been a, a great oh, yeah, movie a winner. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, Meg yeah. Ryan with that. Yeah. A Meg Ryan, yeah. I think that's what you're trying to get to, right? Honey, I shrunk, honey, I shrunk the body. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I, really, I, I could care less, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like being barked orders at the entire yeah. time. I like the fact that we actually saw Elizabeth shoe doing some stunts out there. Right, yeah. <laughs> you can wash the way in the white blood cells. Like, hold it on to it. Tell she was connected yeah. to yeah. wire. <laughs> so 80s. And then all, she yeah. just somehow drops inside the ship and yeah. she's not wet or bloody or no, nothing. Just, yeah. nope. just like, okay. Yeah, no. I, so I, I picked Body Wars as well. Okay. Right? I mean, as, as, as corny as their acting is in that entire attraction, mm-hmm. um, I felt they did more for me for that attraction than Gary Sinise did for, uh, for his attraction. Uh, for his attraction. Even uh, Disney were like, we can go another route. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I, I went with Body Wars in this one. So where are we at? What's the count? I, I lost uh, you say, Two Eli? to one. Eli's got to go. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, outside of the other characters that Tim Madison has played, uh, one of my favorite shows of all time, Bird Notice, he plays his villain, Larry. And he always creeps me out when he shows up. When Larry shows up, there's always something bad. So I watched them both. And you're right. They're kind of like the same general thing but body wars has a little more a little more story i i agree where it's like it's it's 80s acting but at least with having elizabeth you're like oh my god i just came off this t-cell and what are we gonna do <laughs> we just went through the lungs the heart and, and the brain right <laughs> and, and but tim madison is just like okay hit that button we're gonna run out of oxygen and like you know that's like a very cool relaxed captain i'm gonna mm-hmm. buy you some vodka later little bit yeah little bit come on down here let's have some adventures in babysitting maybe later you can go yeah. through the dick <laughs> 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 
<laughs> in and out. There's uh, a body war for you. Wow. <laughs> body howitzer. Boom. Um, so, yes, I, I chose body wars. But really quick, who's the better captain out of the, the body wars, Mission Space, or Captain EO? Which captain would you want to <laughs> well, have to pilot your ship? Garrison East wasn't the captain. He was like Mission no, Control. Between bit, Captain EO. No, we said Garrison Yeah, I thought, yeah. Yeah, so I yeah Garrison East was Tim the Madison captain. Tim Madison and Michael Jackson. Yeah, basically. Oh, You're God. right. Wow. <laughs> Who would you want to pop? Well, at least Tim Matheson succeeded in his yeah. mission. Is my mission to teach another species how to dance? <laughs> <laughs> w- what is my mission? <laughs> I, I mean, just to, yeah, to get from, I guess, one end of the galaxy to the other intact. Well, I trust Elizabeth Shue as my co-pilot over Hooter. I will I say that. that. Hooter! That. All right, real quick. Yes. Um, just another example of Michael Eisner using the resources he has available to him as a, at the time. Mission to Mars, starring Gary Sinise, was a, a 2000 touchstone picture. Oh, wow. So that's where it came from. Mission to Mars 2000. So Gary Sinise was technically on the contract for Disney at the time. So uh-huh. he just, hey, go record this over here for me. Oh, hey, wow. make more okay. money doing this. Okay. I, mean, I remember okay. that. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I forgot about that. Very well done. Real quick though, in eighty, what was it? Eighty something, eighty nine, I think, is when this came out. Would Elizabeth Shue and Tim Matheson would have been like, "Oh my God, let's go see Body Wars." Just, right? Would would that have done anything for y'all in eighty nine? No, no. What done it for me was the fact there was a new uh, Pavilion in Epcot at the time. Yeah, that, that's the only I, reason why I went to go see it. I can't say in, like those celebrities would draw drew me in there, but then again, I can't say Gary Sinise. I mean, the only one I remembered was like Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, I mean, well, you know? yeah. Karate Kid. Come on, you didn't like Adventures in Babysitting. Adventures in Babysitting. Was another that, one. That was, yeah, good. That was one I, I remember. That I didn't see that. Yeah. But yeah, she got on my radar with uh, Karate Kid. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Allie. Ladies and gentlemen, weekends. As you may or may not know, uh, we do edit the podcast. Man, we do some editing once we get the rough footage that we record each and every week for you guys, and uh, we do that to ensure that what's coming out of your speakers is very pleasing to your ear canal. So we want to make sure that what enters there is acceptable. So, with that being said, a lot of times there are some decisions to be made. Much like you have been making uh, this entire show with the bracket stuff. Like who would win in this particular round, game, or whatever. Uh, So we had to make some decisions, man. And and sometimes in the life of a show, uh, there comes a time where it's like, man, I just I just can't bear to cut this stuff or that clip or whatever else. Because, I mean, it's just the discussions are just so much fun to do. And we feel like you guys would get a really good insight into our thought processes when trying to figure out who would win a particular round. So. Yeah, uh, after listening through the show and whatnot, it was determined that, yeah, we got to split this into two shows, man. If not, you would be downloading and listening to an over two hour long show. So we didn't want to do that to you because we want to be considerate of your time. So we split it up. We're going to release part one this week uh, or today, what you're listening to. Part two will come out next week so you can hear the exciting conclusion of the best celebrity appearance in a Disney attraction. So definitely want to check that out. We would love to hear y'all's insights. Uh, Was there anything that we might have missed when we were making our points? Uh, Was there anything that you thought of or that made the decision easier for you? We'd love to hear that, man. Always get in touch with us. MagicOurWay.com is where you'll find every way to contact us with us through our social media links. 
our email address, of course, show at magicarway.com. Um, and our phone number. You know, we got our phone number. 815-MOWEEKEN. That's 1-815-669-4226. And of course, we do have a couple guys who do things outside of the podcast. Eli, support him and his, uh, comic prowess at ivorycomics.com. Also, if you want to book a vacation with Lee, Lee at magicarway.com is how you can get in touch with him. Or you can find him on Facebook at Las Vegas Travel. So definitely support him there. And the phone number is kind of out of commission at the moment. We got to get a new number. Uh, basically, so we'll take care of that. And once we get the new number happening, we'll uh, make sure we post it for everybody to see. And of course, other ways to support the show is, is to click on our affiliate links, buy some t-shirts, buy some beignets, uh, leave a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, man. So guys, we appreciate the time that you take to listen to our show. So that's why we're being conscious of it and being mindful of your time and separating this into two episodes so that, you know, or it doesn't sound like it's one long marathon of a show. So part one today, part two next week on the next Wandu Wednesday. So on weekends, ladies and gentlemen, uh, on behalf of everybody on the show, we all say Quaharini, magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Hey guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh man, Italians recognizing Italians. You know what song What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an radio, online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Carway and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh-huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it, yeah, let me tell you what's good about it. You hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of, hey! give me a Bare Necessities. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> get up, get up again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Hot tub, what you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and, and, and r- attraction sounds, but they give you every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? 